of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great day. JT, baby. Let's go, JT. Is that going to be something we're going to do every day yes, now, Brian? Absolutely. That's terrible. Let's go. No, it's great. Let's go. 56 degrees at the corner of 6th and Market Not every day. in beautiful downtown Canton. Sure sounds a lot better than let's go, let's go, JT, whatever I'm that is. I'm going to throw it in just to knock you off a little bit once in a while. Yeah, it does knock me off. You know, you what? know it's, what? It's as bad as that camel on hump day. That's what I was just going to say. Every Wednesday, Brian, you can play that to replace hump day. Ladies yeah, that's what we do. And Let's gentlemen, go, boys and girls, good afternoon and welcome to the JT and Black Cat Show. Man, did you put it on the Golden Eagles yesterday. What do you mean? Totally I your fault. The- Oh, what? let's interview oh. Hairston. They're undefeated. Yeah. Uh-huh. They go in. Okay. They take on Jackson, get beat 74-55. You black cat. You were the one who didn't believe Coach Hairston yesterday when he right. was telling you, Call hey, we're out. not as good as our record is. He mm-hmm. was trying to tell you I've got a young team and there are yeah. going to be some growing pains. I and saying well, about getting night. blown out by 20. <laughs> and let me tell you something else right now. What? Who are you going to black cat next? We've got Maslin and Hoover this weekend. Who do you want to talk to? Oh, there you go. You're done, Hoover. You're done. End of season. Pack it in. Mike Bluey's on with us tomorrow. They're going fishing. We're going to do like TNT. (laughs) The Hoover Vikings basketball team's gone fishing. Hey, come on. Now, we had Coach Harrison on earlier in the year, and they blew out McKinley. You didn't give me credit for that win. Nope. Yeah, see, nope. uh-huh, I see how you The are. only reason that happened is because Andy Vlakovich refused to answer his telephone. See, he's smart over there. Well. <laughs> okay. Black cat sure. me, will you? I'll lose this yeah. game on my own. Thank you very much. Yeah, how's your fantasy team doing? Did, well, you, did you work out all, all, we, we, all right? We worked out all the kinks. We're going to split the money. Yeah. We're good. Okay, all right, all right. Because you were dominating <laughs> early, and then, uh, well, you know. The problem is this. I don't know what's more confusing how we ended our fantasy football season, or the NFL playoff scenarios. I still have no idea. What's, uh, do the Eagles clinch, or do they have to win this week? Can Dallas still get the – I have no idea. It's weird. It's very confusing. Tiebreakers. I don't study enough of the NFC to know all the tiebreakers there. I do know this. If the Bengals beat the Ravens, the mm-hmm. Bengals win the division regardless of whether they make up that game or not oh. against the Buffalo Bills, okay? Mm-hmm. So I know that. If the Bengals beat the Ravens, Bengals win the AFC yeah. North. Uh, they're already in the playoffs, but they'll be division champs. That's not the problem. The problem is who wins the conference? Well, therein lies, yes, the, the big question for the AFC and what do they do uh, depending on what happens this week. And I think, in a way, I th- I. It's the right thing to do, and it's also the smart thing to do with that Bengals-Bills game. Play the games this weekend, right, JT? I guess. And then see 
what the records are and whether that game would mean anything in, in uh, you know, the race for the number one seed in the AFC. And uh, let's say you know, maybe uh, Buffalo loses this week. Well, then guess what? They're going to finish, uh, you know, at least a game behind Kansas City. Kansas City wins mm-hmm. their AFC uh, number one seed. Vice versa. Now, if it ends up where that game means who gets the number one seed, then there's going to be a conversation between the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, good luck right? with that. Yeah. So, um, you know, the good news, though, and I looked at the – update and i do it hourly with damar hamlin and the headline on espn.com damar hamlin showing signs of improvement Mm -hmm. buffalo bills say really their first statement right uh uh, um, with any update on the injured safety who remains in uh critical condition Mm -hmm. in a cincinnati hospital it says here bill safety damar hamlin remains hospitalized but shows signs of improvement that were observed Tuesday and overnight into Wednesday, according to the team. Mm-hmm. Now, what that improvement is, uh, one uh, line in the story says doctors lowered his level of oxygen needed from 100% to 50%. So that's, I guess, a good sign. Uh, some of the other tests, I don't know what they are, but there reportedly were other signs of improvement as well. So, again, Fingers crossed, mm-hmm. prayers continue to go out to uh, DeMar Hamlin in hopes that he will be able to recover from this, but we still don't right. know at this point. It's going to be really interesting to see how Buffalo moves on from this, if they can yeah. move I mean, those guys, those players, and rightfully so, we've never seen anything like this in our lifetime anyway. They're right. shook. You know, they're very shooken by this, and it's, and it's, I don't know if you come back from something like this. And for that matter, the Bengals players were on the field at the same time as well. How will it affect them moving forward? It's going to be really interesting. You would think it would have a more negative effect on the Bills, right? Because that's one of their guys. Starter, important player, just from an X's and O's standpoint, losing him. But mentally, uh, you know, the emotions and everything, trying to, to get over that to play a game. Uh, I'm looking at the, the schedule for this weekend, JT, of games that matter, right, in that race we were talking mm-hmm. about in the AFC, Kansas City's at Las Vegas. That's a Saturday game at 4.30. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, that, that could, uh, you know, really tell us uh, which mm-hmm. way maybe the league would be leaning. Baltimore's at Cincinnati um, uh, on Sunday. That's a key game. And then New England is at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. This game means something to both teams. Right. New England's battling to get in the playoffs. Buffalo's already in. It's a matter of how... Uh, high of a seed they are so by by 4 30 on sunday afternoon we'll have a better picture right. of whether or not that cincy buffalo game needs to be played yeah all that aside you're talking about individuals that for the most part aren't even north of 30 not too many right. of them are 30 plus years of age yeah. and you start thinking about mortality when something like this happens and Ooh. how is that going to affect a young person that's playing a game and every day they know when they strap it up that there's a chance that they could get injured, maybe even, you know, God forbid. I mean, we've is it one time in the history of the NFL, one person has lost their life uh, during a game, I think maybe back in the, I don't know, early days of the NFL. I don't know what it was. But you know every time you go out there, you take a risk. But we've never seen anything like this. And it starts to creep into your mind that maybe I'm a little bit more timid as I approach this game, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm saying in the back of their mind somewhere, because 
This doesn't just affect the Cincinnati Bengals. It doesn't just affect the Buffalo Bills. It affects every player, and you see everyone making comments, whether it's Aaron Rodgers all the way to a LeBron James. It's going to be very interesting to see how this week unfolds. Yeah, you bring up the question of who, if a player had ever passed away uh, in the NFL on the field. And the headline that I see right here, one NFL player has died on the field five decades ago. Lions wide receiver Chuck Hughes, 28, died of a heart attack when mm. a blood clot dislodged after he was tackled. Mm. So he is the only player, um, uh, you know, NFL player, um, you know, who died on the field and we're hoping that and i hate to say it this way he's the only one right right uh that uh, hamlin is able to come out uh, of this but uh you're right how does it affect the emotions and the right. uh, you know the the focusness uh, the mentality of these kids and men who play this game and know that they could be one play away from having their career ended but how many thought they could be one play away from having their life ended? i'll right? tell you one and it's ryan clark when i heard his comments monday night mm. During the stoppage of the game, he, he kind of said, well, it, it was in the other direction, actually. He said, when I'm 24 years old, the last thing that went through my mind is that this might be my last game or that I might put my helmet on, go out to the field and never wake up again. You know, something to that effect. And it's right. amazing because you think about that now, but I guarantee you there are players thinking about it moving forward. You didn't think about it before that game. Right. Yeah, and you always hear, like, with injuries mm -hmm. or when a guy, um, you know, is taken off the field on a stretcher because of a, a broken leg or uh, a spinal cord injury, right? Mm -hmm. You hear the guy say, well, we know that's a possibility, okay? And we all take that risk every time we step on the field. And if it does happen to one of our brothers, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we pray for him and hope that he recovers. But we know we have to go back out there and continue mm -hmm. to play the game. And then you hear the guys yeah. say, once we got back out there and once we started playing, then you, you tend to forget about it because you're focused on yeah. doing your job and, and, and the game. It's after the game when you think about uh, it more and before the game when you think about it That's when it's more. an injury. This is something we've never seen before. Right. And it well, takes me back to a couple of things. You know, Dan Orlovsky said it the other night. He actually said a prayer on the air, on ESPN. And kudos to him for that because it's one thing to say, thoughts and prayers go out to the player and the family and we move on. But it's another thing when he actually sat down, said a prayer, and meant it. And the other thing that I took was this. Herm Edwards, who was back on the network as well, he made a very interesting comment, and it took me back to my playing days. Whether it was, you know, grade school, junior high, high school, college, the one thing we did before we took the field, before every game, every game, we always said the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. And it meant something. And, you know, because when you start thinking about you're taking the field where certain things can happen, you know, God forbid it's something like this, but if it's a broken bone or, you know, I broke my collarbone one time, yeah. it, that, it doesn't matter. You're looking for guidance. You're looking for help. You're looking to, you know, clear your mind. And it means something. If you believe in a higher power, there's no problem in saying a prayer versus thoughts and prayers to somebody. Mean it. Say it. Do it. You know what I mean? 
But what if you're one of those people that that doesn't believe? That's what you I don't just said. Be insa- you know, I said if you believe in a higher. That's yeah. why I said if you believe in a higher power. But what if you don't? That is what I'm asking. Gives you the comfort. If you don't believe in a higher power, then you're not going to be the person that afterwards says, "Hey, our prayers were answered." Right, but do you still? Uh, so you're not insensitive. Say thoughts and prayers. You know, or, or uh, um. You can't if if you don't believe in that higher power. Do you still say, "Hey, I'm praying for him"? No, you probably don't say that. So you have to you have to watch what you say. I guess depending on what you believe in. If you don't believe in a higher power, and you've got people all around the country, maybe even around the world, praying for you, and you come out of this thing, the thing you're going to do is say, "You know what? It may not be what I believe in, but thank you for taking the time yeah. to send good wishes my way or prayers. They were answered, and then maybe the guy moves on." And he does develop faith. I don't know. Right. Now, you know, we'll see. Everybody's different. And uh, you, you see a lot of teams, as you mentioned, the, the Lord's Prayer, uh, before the game, after the game, right? Uh, or any type of prayer, uh, you know, uh, protect our fellow uh, you know, brothers on this football field uh, before, during, and no. after the game. You know, things of that it, nature. Different it, things are said. It puts it all into perspective. Because it used to be just idle chat. And you would talk and you would say, okay, let's all get together, let's pray. And then you break, you go back out on the field, you're ready to play a ball game. Did you really think about what you were doing? Were you really praying or were you just saying the word? I, you know, it's just one of those things that we're now, you hope that those things are answered and you hope there's that higher power and you hope this young man can come out of this. That's all. Well, again, no more information other than headline on ESPN.com right now, DeMar Hamlin showing signs of improvement and yesterday a lot of teams out of respect to damar hamlin uh did not speak to the media shut it all down right today teams got back to speaking with the media Mm -hmm. and preparing games are going to go on this weekend saturday thursday saturday sunday right no monday night games Uh, so the games are going to go on this weekend we just don't know about that one game that was postponed if that will go on at a later date. That's what we don't know. Mm. Let's go to John and Canton, get him involved in today's Kenny and JT show. You can get involved as well, 330-450-1480. What's up, John? Hello, John. I think he's turning. There? I hear his turn signal. I do hear his turn signal, yes. Oh, well. Kenny, JT. Oh, there he there is. You are. Are hey, you, John. hey, John, are you turning right or left? Oh, it's a left turn, Kenny. Oh, it's a left turn. That's why. Okay. <laughs> What's up, John? Hey, guys, real quick. Real quick. It, hey, turn your radio down, first of all, I, so you're not I, getting I us in delay, off. and that throws us all yep. off. Go ahead. Turned it off. There you go. I just, <clears throat> there's bigger things to worry about. If you don't believe, then you got issues that are bigger than a football game. And I'll just leave it at that. If oh, you, you mean not a higher power? Higher power. Okay. If you do not believe in a higher power, you got bigger issues than getting your butt kicked in a football game. Hmm. Just put there that in the back of noggin and think about it. Oh, yeah, man. no, there there are people, you know, that believe in the the the, the Darwinism, the Scientology uh, side of things, right? Um, uh, there are others who are, you know, believe in religion, whatever. Uh, denomination it is right that there is that higher power and uh, the one thing about this country that's great freedom of speech you can say 
pretty much not freedom of religion kenny forget about freedom of speech yeah you have that too whatever the whatever the religion is that you believe in that's your belief and you have the the bottom line is faith and you know just like george michael said you got to have faith especially at times like these if if you believe in a higher power you've got to have faith so when when um you know this story started to develop the other night you saw all the players what did they do they all got down like you said got down on that knee in a group uh, and prayed uh, but you also saw an outpouring of support throughout social media from all the different athletes from different sports with their different ways of showing support for DeMar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. So uh, he is getting, if you believe in that higher power, he's getting as many prayers oh, yeah. from around the, the country as you could possibly get, right? I mean, from, yeah. from this story and the, and the headlines that have come from this. There were about 100 fans at the Buffalo Bills Stadium outside. Prayer vigils everywhere. Yeah. Which is really, you know, it's, it's amazing to me, really. You think about it. Yeah, so we'll keep you posted if we get any new news on this during our show as we're on tonight till 6.30, taking you up to uh, Phoenix Suns at Cleveland Cavaliers basketball. We'll pass it along to you. But let's go to Louisville and check in with Rick. How you doing, Rick? Hi, guys. How are you? Great. Good. Uh, On the situation with the uh, player from Buffalo and the heart attack, everyone's blaming he's a football player. Is the reason he had a heart attack. I've had two heart attacks myself. Okay. You can be walking you can be walking down the sidewalk and fall over dead. I'm I'm sorry for this this has happened. It's terrible. It's a tragedy. I've played football I've I've played all three sports. My boys played sports mm. here over here. And it can happen to anyone. Yes. Why are they blaming it on? Well, Rick, uh, it's kind of, it's a really weird example. But what they said yesterday was it was due to the blunt force trauma that initiated the fact that he went into an arrhythmic heartbeat that wasn't proper. And that's what sent him spiraling. And then he went into cardiac arrest. Because we understand this. And I said this on on the program yesterday. You know, this isn't to take away from other people with heart issues, and there are a lot of ailments out there. You know, my mother, for one, and it was in our family for decades. Uh, We we lost an uncle due to the fact that they didn't have the technology 50 years ago that they do today, and things change. We get that. We're not saying that. The, the, The thing that they came out and said was, and it's kind of interesting, too, because in the political era that we live in, the first thing that you heard was, this has nothing to do with the fact that he was either vaccinated or not. This has nothing to do with that, as far as we know. This has to do with a blunt force trauma to the chest that initiated an irregular heartbeat that then led to cardiac arrest. All right, yeah. So the point that JT's making, John, is from that, had he not been hit in the chest by the helmet or the shoulder pad of T. Higgins at that exact time when his heart and however, we had Dr. A.J. Seth on yesterday talking about how it, uh, you know, beats uh, in and out and, and the electrical side of things with your heart. Had it not happened at that exact time, he might not have gone into cardiac arrest. 
Okay, yeah. I'm probably misunderstanding it. And, it's hard. And and it, it is complicated if you think about it. Absolutely. We don't know. Oh. Hey, could he yeah. have been walking across the street or onto the field and dropped of a heart attack? Possibly. Yeah. We don't know. No, hey, I, I, John, uh, real quick, yeah. let me give you two examples uh, that relate to what you're saying. Chris Letang, I believe, uh, Brian, help me on this. Was it Chris Letang who had the stroke with the Pittsburgh Penguins yeah, recently? a couple, couple weeks. Uh, it was a while ago, but he was back on the ice in a couple of weeks. Right. So Chris Letang had a stroke. Professional hockey player had nothing to do with the sport. Teddy Bruschi, who played in the NFL, had a stroke, right. had nothing to do with football. Yeah. So I get your point that it could happen to anybody at any time, but they're yeah. saying more than likely, not 100% sure, but more than likely – the hit at that exact time is what caused his cardiac arrest. Yeah. Now, my wife saw something on Facebook yesterday that saying that they wonder if if he was vaccinated for yeah. COVID-19, if that caused it. You know, I now, saw some of these reports. Rick, I saw some of these reports. I don't believe, I don't read anything into it. And I saw some of them, and I won't mention any names. And he's a news and he's a broadcaster. And he led off with a story about DeMar Hamlin and went right into, hey, there's an uptick of young people that are having heart issues. Is it because they're vaccinated? I choose yeah. not to get into that. Right. Okay. Yeah, we don't know for sure. There's no way to prove why this happened. That the Based on the science of medicine and what they know and how this occurred on the football field at the time it occurred, that's what they're basing their diagnosis on right now. But we... Don't know for sure if that was indeed the reason. Okay. I have one more thing. Yep. He got shot, apparently, on the field and in the ambulance. Yep. Or at the hospital. He got shot twice, I think. That's the way I understand it. Now, at these high school events, no matter what kind of sporting event it is, are these? I can't think of the name of it. Defibrillator. Yes. <laughs> are they? Are they? Do these schools have these handy? Are they nearby? I yeah. I I would imagine that they are. I know that they put them in local gyms. There was a couple of years ago where a firefighter that passed away because he had a heart attack playing basketball. Every gym from the YMCA to the powerhouse put defibrillators in. And apparently, from what Dr. Uh, Seth told us yesterday, they're actually yeah. pretty easy to use. Yeah, and <clears throat> it, here, think about this. We always see an ambulance at every high school football game, right? There are policemen there to uh, you know, protect, and there uh, are EMTs in an ambulance at every high school football game we do there in case something tragic should happen. And in that ambulance, you've got to believe some form of a defibrillator is there and I would think now even more so at all levels for football, high school, college, and the NFL, because this happened, that will be a staple if it isn't already, John. It better. It, it should be a staple at every yep. high school, and everyone ought to be trained. Great well, point. we talked about this yesterday, uh, you know, CPR. Brittany, my girlfriend, um, she knows CPR. I don't. I'm not certified in it, but after listening to Dr. Seth yesterday, I'm going to – uh, see if it's going to be offered a course locally, JT, over the weekend. Every Y has it, or something like that. Every you know? YMCA gives you that. So yeah. that, that, that's something we can do. Thanks for the call, John. Uh, we appreciate Rick. it, and Happy New Year to you, my friend. Or, or Rick. Um, 
Was that Rick? Yeah, that would be Rick. Uh, was I a caller behind? Okay. <laughs> yeah. John was our first caller? Okay, my bad. Sorry, Rick. Happy New no, Year, Rick. I got to say this before we get to our first break today. Whether or not this has anything to do, who knows? Vaccinated or not, we don't think that it does, and it may and it may not, who knows? I don't know if I believe in either way, but what I do believe in is hereditary. If it runs in your family and you have a history of heart defect, you better go get checked out. That's all I'll say. That's the fair, you know, we've learned about DNA and uh, hereditary. I'll give you an example, JT. My mom passed away of an aortic aneurysm. Mm -hmm. Because of that, every year when I get my physical, I have to have an ultrasound to see if I have, uh, you know, anything going on uh, there because it's hereditary. And so to your point, yeah, if you've had members in your family pass away of a stroke or a heart attack, then that's something you need to, uh, you know, consider and ask your PCP about uh, to whether or not you need to get tested on a regular basis for that. 330-450-1480, that's the number to join us uh, like those two gentlemen did. If you want to jump on board, uh, happy to have you. Uh, we're going to preview Browns and Steelers next, though. Stan Saverin, the godfather of Pittsburgh sports, going to join us here at the bottom of the hour, 1 o'clock Sunday right here on WHBC Steelers hosting the Browns. Stan will tell us uh, how the Pittsburgh Steelers are still alive in this playoff race uh, in the AFC. So stay tuned for that. And plenty more coming your way today here on the Kenny and JT Show as we take you up to Cavs basketball at 630 against the Suns. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC. 